You're listening to the Sandstone Cycles podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing Braden Bringhurst's film, 8,600 Feet, where he climbs the whole enchilada. We're going to be talking about setting goals, challenging yourself, overcoming fears, and the things that inspire you. We hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Remember, if you have any questions, reach out at sandstonecycles at gmail.com. Ready to send it? Well, welcome to today's podcast. So we're going to be reviewing, I guess, and talking about um, Braden Bringhurst's film, 8,600 Feet, where he climbs the whole enchilada, one of the, one of the best known mountain bike trails um, in the US where people normally descend it. He's going to actually climb it. And he, um, he does this, uh, it's 27 miles um, plus, And I think the uh, final elevation gain was actually 86 um, 108 feet. Uh, he does it all on a Canyon Spectral 29, uh, and the film was released in November um, on November 2nd, 2022. So that's that's the that's the kind of like the bare bones. But um, I remember the first time I saw the film was actually I think the week it came out. I ended up getting COVID for like the second time. And I was just at home and it's like, I never have time just to sit around and like watch something like that. And it's like, you know, I'm going to watch it. And so nice. I, I think Rachel and the kids were out of the house and I, I sat down and I watched it. Yeah. It's like, man, that makes me like want to get out and like conquer something. Like wh- what about you, Chris? Yeah, same. And uh, I guess for those just tuning in and never listened to this, uh, my name is Christopher Martinez, owner of Sandstone Cycles. And over there we got uh, Jeremiah Hollis. Uh, family man, bike rider, all that good stuff. So I just wanted to do a quick introduction. Um, but yeah, last time, if anybody listens to the last episode, I'd mentioned I wanted to talk about this film because it's given me kind of a new motivation to get out onto the bike, uh, primarily because like being a father, juggling all that stuff, uh, he they really did a good job capturing that in the film um, and showing people that, you can still get out and do some really cool stuff and still be kind of a risk taker, build on skills, even at an older age, even having kids, you could still go out and like do backflips on your bike. Don't be scared to live life a little. And, uh, you know, and it's, it just, that is what I really got from the film as a father, having kids, juggling priorities. It's, uh, it's, given me kind of a new reason to kind of get out, run, try to run daily, take that hour of every day to just get some exercise in, you know? And so it was like super motivating film. And then also what I really loved about it was his kind of, uh, let me see. You can probably cut this, but I lost my train of thought. Um, Oh, his humility, like the humility he shows in the film, like he's an extraordinarily yeah, talented sure. rider, extraordinarily talented, um, he's backflipping 360s, he's got all these sponsors, and it's like, I don't know, man, the vibe you get from him, the attitude you get from him is just, it like none of that really matters to him, you know, he's just out riding his bike, and I think he does a really good job um, showing that humility, and it's a great example to like any kids, even adults. And a lot of people who have been in the bike industry for for a while, um, it's important. 
it's important to be kind and it's important to not judge people on their skills and stuff like that. Yep. I don't know. No, I, I liked the, the fact that in the film they showed so much, um, raw footage of the preparation as well like the fact that like it took him like so many attempts to get past some of those obstacles and some of those um, really hard sections of the trail and they showed like his frustration and but through that it also showed his determination like he didn't go into it cocky of like i'm gonna get this first try Mm -hmm. like he said this is probably gonna take me a few tries like and you know a few turned into like sometimes like i mean 10s 20 like 30 40 tries like on some of those features and he finally got it but it gave him that confidence that i can do it Mm -hmm. and i think that's what kind of the the film like and the psychology behind it um spoke about as well was like the fact that like if you go into it knowing that you can then you will like but you can't go into it with the defeatist mindset of like Eh, I, pro- I probably can't do it. I guess I'll give it a try. Like yeah. the, the Eeyore approach. <laughs> like, Exactly, dude. Yeah, that, that that's it. The whole thing is a massive undertaking. And I think that is what... I guess as someone who bike rides, and a lot of people who watch this film and a lot of people who bike ride can understand this, that if you ride 27 miles and, rode, and climbed 8,600 8, feet and the trail was perfectly smooth... That's still a pretty hard ride, actually. Yeah, still. I mean, still. that's a lot yeah. of elevation. Um, and that's some pretty good miles on well, and a forget, longer travel bike. And I forget how many hours, I think it was like 13, I think it took Crazy, him to do. Like, and I mean, so that's just nuts. But the, the, the calories that you're consuming, that his his legs are consuming, and um, your your calf muscle, it, it burns the most amount of calories out of any any muscle in your body. I think, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I just started on a podcast one time, but (laughs) even your quad, all of your leg muscles are burning the same amount of calories. And so to think about like the many tries it took him. And I think like leading up to the preparation, I I might've, I listened to an interview. I think it was with him maybe on vital or somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if it was on there or if it was in the documentary, I forget, but somewhere I think I heard it took him around, like 700 tries to climb the snotch. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like all, all in all from like day one, yep, from like yep. going out there and trying, like he, he attempted it somewhere in the realm of like 700 yep. times. Well, and, and Chris, you've ridden the full enchilada, um, descending, uh-huh. um, talk about the snotch from like a personal, um, view. Like, I mean, what, what's it like to descend that, let alone try and climb it? Yeah. I would never, it's just something you'd never think about climbing, dude. Like, yep. I don't, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone until this film has ever even like yep. thought that's something that you should go up. Uh, I mean, yeah, is, it, be- is it sketchy to go down? Like, like, oh yeah, and so yeah, I mean, my my past is I've you know I've raced enduro for you know fair amount of years. Not many things scare me on my bike. I'm okay bailing. I'm okay jumping. I'm okay falling. Like I kind of there's not a whole lot of obstacles that are going to scare me where I'm just like, I'm not going to do that. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the snotch when I, when I, you know, I only started riding the whole enchilada two years ago. It's like my first time. So I was already like a fairly well rounded bike rider. Um, the first time I went and rode the whole enchilada and it was, uh, it took me a while to like, I'm like, okay, maybe that way, maybe this way, maybe like I had to find a line 
Because yep. it's just one of those descends where you're like, you got to find a line and there's like this crazy tree root, like tree someone cut down, I think that's like right there to grab your pedals. Huh. That's what I remember. And there's like a line to the right of it. And then there's like this line to the left of it. That's like for sure going to bottom out your fork, but it's the smoother line. And there's the line to the right that's smoother, but you run the risk of hanging your pedal up on that tree stump. Well, and what's the exposure like too? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's steep. Yeah. Yeah. It's steep. It's going to be a hard face plant. Even, uh, it's going to be hard. Even with your brakes locked up, you're going to skid down it. Yeah. So it's straight up and down. Uh, yeah. So going down it, dude, is massive. So yeah, just watch, watching <laughs> him do multiple attempts, like going up that, like, Mm-hmm. I mean, mo- most people, I, I am, I'm just going to throw a number out there, but I feel like probably 90% of people like halfway through his attempting um, stage would just be like, no, nah, it's s- not going to happen. It. Yeah. Like, it's not. But, yeah. But what the, I think, I think what makes this um, film and this whole attempt, like even more incredible is the fact that he set out to clean the whole thing. Like, which doesn't mean like that, like he doesn't ever stop. He doesn't ever like, you know, get off his bike and whatever. Like it just means that like he cleans every single obstacle. He pedals through every single um, section of the trail, like whether he has to try it multiple times on the day, which he did. But what, what to you um, would have made the difference? Like what, what if he just said like, I'm going to climb the full enchilada and there might be some sections I walk. Um, but that's okay. Um, do you think that would have made it as motivational as a film? Or do you think that kind of would have like taken a little bit of that, um, I guess, um, I don't know, excitement or like um, huge accomplishment away? Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. It wouldn't even have been, yeah, it would have been a waste of his time. I mean, not a waste of his time, but I'm assuming a lot of people have climbed it. I, I don't know. You think? Yeah. I, I would think so. Yeah. Just, just, there's so many like fitness people out there, especially in Moab. They're always looking for something new to do, especially yep. the locals and stuff. Yeah, I'm 100 percent sure people have climbed climbed the whole enchilada, but not cleaned the whole thing. Yeah, no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no way. And probably just sections. I don't know. I don't even know if there's a whole lot of people that have done it backwards in one shot, even walking sections. Yep. Because that's a big day. Yeah. So I bet people have just rode like sections of like upper porcupine or whatever like backwards and then kind of did it you know just out of yep. boredom or whatever just wanted to try something new um but yeah i bet somebody out there's done it backwards yep. and walked i don't know it's hard to say but yeah it would have been not just another level yeah, yeah. dude another level doing what he did it's crazy For sure so like we've talked about the snotch which he repeatedly said in the film was like basically like the biggest challenge that he had to like overcome like all the biggest um technical feature mm-hmm. uh, what else kind of really stood out um to you in that film or what what was like one of you like your kind of like highlights yeah so i would just say him being like a family his dedication to fitness uh arranging his schedule to do stuff uh but also the way and my kyle mears had mentioned he's like a, a type of writer that looks at things from another perspective and when you see the clips of him writing and i've watched his other edits since then he is a guy that kind of steps back and finds a different line or if he sees a like two doubles he sees like he can quad and do all of them you know and just make a quad out of it or if there's a rock garden it's like why are you going to go through a rock garden and just jump over the whole rock garden you know and you see a lot of that in his writing and 
I think a lot of kids can learn a lot from that, dude. Like to to not don't always take the line everyone's taking, yep. you know? I, I and so I feel like I might be a little bit that way cuz I I'm always doing stuff backwards and jumping off of things silly. And uh when I go to like our local bike park, I'm like, "Man, I wonder if we could jump we could probably transfer from this middle line over to the black line." Yep. Like I can see that. Um but I think a lot of kids can learn from that where they're just following their buddy all the time. You kind of get stuck into that when yep. it's like this, you know, I've had kids come into my bike shop and they're like, Oh yeah, that bike park's boring. And then I'm like, you know, I wish they can like take a step back and be like, dude, there's like a million things you could do here. You know, if you just like look at it from a different perspective. So that was kind of cool to see in the film that he's that type of writer that can kind of see everything as a blank canvas as if, he's out there and nobody's ever been out there riding before. I think that's probably how he sees it. It's like, yeah. what, what can I do with this? Yep. I don't yep. really care what other people are doing with it. And I don't know. I just think that's really important is to, to kind of be, be your own, you know, be, yep. be who you are authentically yep. and what you want to do. Yep. is like super important. Well, I that, think that's kind of the way he is. And that, and that transfers, I think to, you know, multiple arenas in life. Like the fact that it's just like, yeah, if you follow, follow the status quo and just follow what everybody else is doing, mm-hmm. then you're never going to pave new roads and you're never going to, you know, find out what you're capable of. You find out what, that you're capable of doing something that somebody else can do, but it's like, yep. well, what, what if you put your mind to something? I mean, but, uh, kind of going back on that though, I do love following somebody else's wheel. Like, yeah. <laughs> cause it is, it is, you know, kind of challenging and inspiring, especially like, I mean, for me, like that's, that's the way like, I've progressed um, probably the most mm-hmm. is following um, people like yourself, um, mm-hmm. like our buddy Tyler Anderson. Like I've ridden with him a ton. Yeah, I, I remember snowing, snowboarding with a couple of guys who were just just crazy snowboarders, and it's like, you know, just a section that looks like ah, just just breeze through in the flat, and it's like, no, nah, I'm just going to go up on the you know yeah. side wall here and like, you know, jump on this tree or something. It's like, whoa, yeah. like not that I can, you know exactly follow everything those guys were doing on snowboards but it's just always inspiring to Mm -hmm. to look look out um for somebody who's better than you at whatever you're pursuing and um you know see what you can learn and then from there it's like then it starts to open up your mind that like you know what i can do that like it's not that hard and then soon enough you find that you're actually somebody that um, somebody else wants to follow their tire on the trail. You know what I mean? Like exactly, dude. Yeah. And, and but if you just you know stay in that in that box like of safety, then you're never gonna um, progress. And I like what you said at the beginning, like is that what's cool about Braden is that um, he's not you know a 21 year old kid. Like you know he, yeah. he's a he's a guy and like I think he's like probably in his 30s or I would imagine or, or yeah. whatever like you know mid 30s and family man it's like well he's not beyond it you know what i mean i love watching guys like who are in their 60s 70s riding bikes and i was like yes like there's hope like i can still ride a bike when i'm 70 if he can do it like so can i yeah and i think that's what you also see in that film is giving life meaning and i think that's what you were talking about earlier before we started this podcast was like setting goals giving yourself something to aim at and if you, if you don't have that, sometimes life can get stagnant or feel stagnant or feel boring or feel meaningless. And then you get in these states of depression, you know? And so 
with him just creating that project, it it motivated him to go run, to go road cycle, to 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 create this life around this thing that he needs to accomplish, and gave himself meaning. You know, a reason to wake up at four a.m. A reason, yep. to, and when you don't have them goals like that, you know, something to work towards. Um, it can. We've probably we've been we've all been there. You know, there's people listening right now that. You know, it's, and it's not always going to be bikes. It's, bikes not, not might not be for you. Yeah. They might not fulfill that. It might be running, might be driving a race car, might be writing a book, practicing for a local play, try to get a part in a play. Maybe you want to be a stand-up comedian. Yep. Anything, dude. But you got to, you got, you got to figure out what that is, what you really love. Keep that in your back pocket at all times. And know that everything you do physically, mentally is going towards like preparing for that yep. to, to do it someday. But yeah, dude, keep to keep that fresh, I think is tough. But I, that's another thing I saw in that film. It's like you got to work towards something and then you kind of see him enjoying the process too. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? It wasn't like waking up early was like, oh, got to do this to do this. Like, oh, I was like got a train to climb the whole gelato it's like he enjoyed the process he was like dude you yeah. could you could see him running you could see him calling his mental coach you could see him like hey man i'm stoked about this you want to get on board and help me out and um yeah i think when you when you set yourself a goal like that and so i think that's like big picture it's cool to look at this film and there's so many other events like this happen all the time daily yeah but to look at this film and 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 see that that changed his life and uh Dude, his life's probably changed forever after this film. Yeah. Honestly, which is crazy. And he probably wasn't expecting that. Yeah. He was sure. just like, I just want to try to climb the whole enchilada. Yep. Like the biking community might think that's cool. Yep. But like in the biking community obviously does. But I think it created a lot of attention towards him that maybe he wasn't expecting, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and people you know, outside of the biking industry as well. Um, you know, it's, they've probably watched it and being just like, man, like whatever arena I find myself in, I want to set like a huge goal as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, knowing him, like just, I mean, obviously I don't know him personally, but just seeing him through that film, I bet you he's like cooking up the next thing. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I think um, you alluded to is that um, he yeah, had a ton of people around him. He had a good team. But mm-hmm. what he did was um, he told those people um, well in advance hey like I want to do this what do you think yeah. and um, they spoke into it and it's like okay dude like you're crazy but yeah let's let's do it and so all through the process though he was talking to those people and it's almost like because he had told them it's like like they were keeping him accountable you know what mm-hmm. I mean and I heard it said um, a while back um, like um when we keep somebody accountable, we're keeping them um, accountable to their abilities. Like, um, so um, what they're able to do. Like, mm-hmm. and so by letting his um, coaches and his friends know and his, and his wife, like, then they all believed in him that he could do it because they didn't say like, uh, dude, like you, you probably shouldn't, like you're not that good. Like yeah. they all said like, okay, like you're crazy, let's go. Yeah. And then the, along the way, he knew that he had all these people, um, you know, rooting for him. But, you know, he also did not want to let them down. Like, I'm, I'm sure, like, you know, there had to be some type of thing of, like, 
hey if we're gonna film this if we're gonna invest in, in this in this film like are you sure you're gonna do it because like you know yeah this, this is gonna cost some money i'm sure that kind of came into account as well I mean, yeah, yeah but i think about that and it's like man like i think it's good to let other people know in your life when you want to set a goal because then they can check in and say like hey dude like how are you going with that goal yeah like and it keeps you accountable because if you just tell yourself then you've only got yourself um like to to get out of it you do, you just you think like oh well you know no, nobody else knows i was planning to do this training ride this morning so if i don't do it it doesn't matter but if you tell a buddy, it's like, hey, I'm going to meet you at seven. We're going to go do a training ride. If you don't show up, somebody's calling or texting you saying, dude, where are you? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's super important. That also, I think, draws, uh to to the people you have in your life, in your circle, can play a massive role of kind of who you are, who you become. Like, you know, surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Motiv- you know, people who are encouraging and who I don't know I, d- I think I've heard it said once you're like you're like the sum average of the four people or five people yeah, you hang like out five. with the most yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's true and that guy probably surrounds himself with some pretty strong minded individuals you know like his closest friends are probably doing equally gnarly stuff yeah in sure. their own worlds you know whether it's running or whoever yeah I mean Kyle Mears is all, all over every top 10 like in yeah, <laughs> in exactly. my lab like so yeah when, you, when you're reaching out to these guys you know when he's reaching out to these guys they're not no slouch or some yeah they're not going to give him negative feedback and be like nah dude this is a terrible idea you're not going to do it you yeah know? He's, he's surrounding himself with really strong minded individuals and yeah. it makes a huge difference and so yeah I think in our personal lives we need to make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with people who aren't bumming us out you know, yeah. bringing us down and telling us we can't and just, you know, you know. Yep. So talking about setting goals, I mean, like, how do you go about setting goals? And then um, do you have any goals that you've set for yourself um, in this? Maybe it's this year. Maybe it's the, ne- the next year. Um, what do you got? Yeah. So uh, I love running. That's like always been one of my favorite things to do. You wouldn't think it by looking at me. Um, but uh yeah, recently I I want to run a half marathon, enter some half marathons, because uh, I, I I did that with my brother a while back, and uh, he's a boxer, and I've seen him training lately because he's he kind of wants to get back in the ring. He's in his late thirties, but he's still got it. You know, he's still pretty strong. He's mentally strong. He loves it, which is which is awesome. He's not wanting to find any big fight, just some local fights, you know. And um, he also has a busy life, kids. And so he's, my brother's motivated me uh, to see him out there running at his age. He's older, you know, three, almost four years older than me. You know, he's out there running with the hoodie on, sauna suit on these hot days. You know, it's almost 90 degrees outside and he's got a jacket on and he's (laughs) running. Yeah, dude, he's running seven (laughs) to 10 miles in a jacket in 90 degree weather. And he's doing that like twice a day and then going to the gym too. Wow. And, uh, and running a business and kids and so he's he's motivated me to be like kind of put the running shoes on again lately and i'm like oh and all i want to do is just go run a half marathon just because it's kind of fun for me it's like the right mileage i'm not an endurance guy i never want to be an endurance guy um i do have a build to put out power and so half marathon to me is like right there where if i train right i don't have to like a half marathon you don't have to train your 
body to be uh, like an endurance athlete. You can yeah. you can pretty much sprint a half marathon. You mean you don't have to be skin and bones? You don't have to be skin and bones. Yeah, you can put power down for 12 miles, 13, 13.1 miles, and uh, not lose that muscle, you yeah. know? Yeah. And uh, so I'm not trying to lose any leg muscle or anything like that. Uh, I just want to run a half marathon. So You, you just want to complete it? Do you want to place? What are, you, what are you thinking? So the fastest I've ever ran a half marathon, I don't know what the time was, but my average pace, when you average out my miles, my average pace for my fastest half marathon was a 740 pace was what my pace averaged out to that's pretty good i mean seven minute mile i've heard is a it's a pretty good mile pretty good mile like it was a pretty flat half marathon yep in moab utah um i think they still do it so i would like to go there and uh try to get under an eight minute average pace do the same marathon yep um and, it, and it's, it's something i can practice yep. i can i can go there on a weekend and see where i'm at yep. check my progress um but yeah dude right now just that's what i've been doing yep. trying to get back into cool, running man. join it on my lunch breaks i've been uh setting an hour aside to go to go to go run uh and it's kind of fun because i've been running like mountain bike trails that i normally mountain <laughs> bike yeah, yeah and it's just uh it's just different you see it from a different perspective like mm-hmm. um I, i've been on some like trails or something um i remember last year um, I think it was, yeah, last year, my um, rear hub, one of the teeth, um, I mean, you're the mechanic, what are they called? Like the little... Paul. Uh, Pauls. Yeah, the poles, yeah. 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 Um, inside the rear hub, like broke. I think one or two of them. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember. And, <laughs> and I was out on the trail and like everything's like locked up and it's like, oh, really? And so I just like hopped off my bike and I started walking. And like, I think maybe I walked about a mile, but it's like walking... Um, those trails is like man like this looks different like it just it feels different like you see different like possible lines i guess like not that there's a ton of lines in kinsey but like yeah i don't know it was just it was just different so i imagine i imagine running on those same trails would kind of just slow the pace down a little bit and be like oh never noticed that like Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's kind of funny man trying to i'm like in the hiker category now oh you get that you know i mean we're like bike riders like oh he's hikers man or hikers are mad at bikers and i'm like both i'm like just waiting for a bike rider to come around the corner and yeah they almost take me out yell at me <laughs> do, do you feel like your ears are a little bit more attuned because you are a bike rider do, do you hear people coming i do yeah. yeah i even have headphones well i use those ones that don't go in your ears oh, like the like the, the bone skull thing the bone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're still pretty loud but you can hear pretty good um but yeah i'm just i'm, I'm, I'm waiting but uh i don't know most people around here are pretty cool so it would just be funny if it ever happened because yep. I'm usually the mountain biker. Yeah, I think cleaning I'd, just, up the I'd probably just find it comical if someone got mad at me. For yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I've 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 had more close calls with dogs yeah. than hikers. <laughs> Same. And then yeah. and then people yell at you because like, hey, watch out! Like my five dogs are on the trail. And I was like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. Um, for me, um, uh, in 2020, um, I did four um segments of the colorado trail and oh, yeah, um, about that. and man that was just I, I still to this day think it's probably one of like the best rides i've ever done like how did you do that what do you mean you did four segments like so all we, at once or um we split it up over two days we kind of um did a little bit like how um, many segments are there i guess I don't, i'm not familiar with um 28 oh um, segments okay. so um we just did from little mollus um okay up near silverton all the way back to Durango, but we split it up. So okay. uh, I think that's, yeah, 25, 26, 27, 28. 
Um, and so we did 25 and 26 in one day and then um, we camped overnight and then the next day we did 27 and 28. Okay. But just the change in um, trail, the view, the elevation, like, man, it was just an adventure. Like, and especially because I'd never done those sections uh-huh. um, until I got to the top of like, um, or maybe actually the bottom of like Highline, um, is it High Point, sorry, okay. not Highline, High Point, all these names, but High Point, um, I'd started from there, but like plenty of times and gone from like the bottom of High Point um, down to Junction Creek, mm-hmm. but the rest of it was just like all new. Yeah. And man, like it was just such an adventure. And so um, do, doing that inspired me and it's like, maybe like one day I want to do the whole thing. And so for me, that's that's a goal. Like, um, I haven't like officially kind of said it, but like, it's, I would, it's always in the back yeah, of my mind. You're I, like, I, I got to yeah, do this, yeah. like, or I, I'm not gonna be able to live. Yeah, like, I'm gonna be uh, very upset if yeah. I don't knock just, this out. Yeah, it's just like one of those things. You know what I mean? Like, it I just, just want to do yeah. it. Like, and so I think, like, I'd like to do it next year. Like, if, if I can, like, um, yeah. I think it'll probably take, um, you know, at a at a semi relaxed pace, like maybe ten mm-hmm. days. Like, um, I mean. Um, the fastest known times is like three and a half days. Like, but that's just yeah, nuts. Dude. I mean, I, I don't know how you, how you can do that, but anyway, but I'm, I'm not going to like be like saying that, you know, I'm going to try and go for a, you know, FTK and right, right. clean the whole thing. And for me, I just want to do it because I, I, yeah. I want to be able to challenge myself and say like, I'm going to ride from Denver to Durango on the Colorado trail and up yep. all these like insane peaks. Like, so yeah, for me, that's, that's kind of like my, um, big, big goal that i've um set set myself for that's so cool man and you're smart enough to understand like there's a time for everything you know you got a few things going on this year yeah you know so it's like i'm gonna keep myself in shape gonna you know keep keep myself you you can maintain you know you don't have to be training to ride the colorado trail um but know that you got to get these personal things done you know for and like i that's how i feel anyway i don't know maybe that's not you but i yeah that's me i feel like you know, if it, everything has its time. Yep. Like I'm, I'm also, you know, I'd like to go back, race a couple of drill races and stuff. And yep. I, I can always do that. I'm only, you know, I'm 34 years old. It's not that old at all. Um, but there's a time and a place for that where I can sign up and do a full Revolution Enduro series yep. or a full BME series. But there's a time for that, you know? Yeah. And uh-huh. it, like right now is not the time for it. Yeah. So. Yep, that, make, that makes sense. Um, there'll be a time for your Colorado Trail, man. Yeah, and you'll you'll be like, dude, now's the time. Like, maybe maybe you can come on it. We'll, I'll try. we'll do <laughs> yeah, it together. I'll be your video. I'll, there, I'll document you it for you. Um, be happy to. Maybe I'll run it. There you go. Nah, there you dude. go. <laughs> nah. uh, Ultra run is a something else. That's we'll, we'll cover that another day. Yeah, dude. Ultra runs are insane. Even a marathon, I have no zero zero, dude. Yeah, like motivation to run a marathon. That's it's like not. It's, yep. it's weird how excited I am to run a half marathon. Yeah, yeah. But like full marathon. It doesn't sound even a little bit, yeah. but like, I don't want well, no part of it. But that's like, that's the other thing that came out of this um, film, 8,600 feet, was that the um, like mental coach, um, who I think was actually Australian, like he had oh, a, nice. a an Aussie accent, but yeah. he, he's been in the States for long enough. There's like some American like kind of yeah, twang yeah. to it. But anyway, like he, he basically said like, um, you have to love what you do. That if you don't love it, then um you know all the mental strength um that you have um doesn't really count 
because you actually have to start with I want to do this and so yeah when you say like you don't want to do a full marathon it's like well yeah like don't don't bother then like mm-hmm. if um you know if everybody else around you is saying like oh like you know half marathons are for wimps like just do a full one but you yourself it's like no like for me like I want to accomplish a half one that's <laughs> that's what you do you know what I mean like exactly like I, and I, and unfortunately I don't think like in our 30s we're too old for like some people still try and peer pressure like yeah but it's like you know what like I'm a grown man and I'm, this is what I'm gonna do this, this is what I'm gonna do like there's no there's no shame I'm not gonna be like ashamed of myself for only doing a half that's right, still dude. that's still an accomplishment you know what I mean yeah dude to me I think it's just fun like I yeah. love that runner's high I love that that's cool I don't know that really like giving it a hundred percent. Yep. And I, I, I think I'm just from motocross and racing enduro and like kind of same with mountain bike racing. I would love to do cross country racing. Yeah. But I would not want to like do a hundred mile mountain bike ride. Yep. But like dude, 20, 30 mile cross country race where yep. it's like full, full pin, full chat the whole time. Yeah. Dude, yeah. So, so about it. Yep. Yep. And so that's like I see a half marathon. I'm like, dude, I can just open. Like I could do this yep. fully pinned. And uh, yeah, I think that's just I, I don't nice. Know, but that's like, yep. and and so yeah, I think some people are like more more miles are gnarlier. But I'm in my mind, I'm like, I think shorter all outs gnarlier. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I think so too. Um, it suits me. <laughs> Because like I watch motocross, you know, and those guys yeah, yeah, are just yeah. all out for oh, yeah. moto. Oh. And it's like every single dude, thing yeah. they have. You watch guys like Eli Tomac and stuff. It's like everything, dude, for 30 minutes, 20-minute yeah. motos, everything. And it's like Man. it wouldn't be exciting, I don't yeah. think. That's if a they mental were like, thing too. Like, if they're like, hey, let's see um, if we could do a 24-hour motocross race. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I kind of want to see guys like quad and stuff and doing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, the, the ultra stuff's gnarly too they're not too yeah, yeah. from those guys it's a that's a mental that's more in the mental oh, side though i think yeah if you can sure. be headstrong enough to pull that off yeah for sure yeah that's where that yeah i think goes in so one of the other things that um this film made me think of is um overcoming fears and you know we're obviously we're talking about um mountain biking a lot and you, you've said like because of the things that you've um, done and um, how you've progressed in mountain biking that there really isn't too many things that kind of scare you. Um, but uh, how how do you overcome fears or how have you overcome fears um, as far as like the sport of mountain biking and then maybe, you know, maybe it's motocross or, or quad bikes, but like I think everybody has something they're a little bit scared of and they have to like get past it. How have you done that? In my experience, I've been fortunate enough to be like more of a calmer person. And I think everybody's different. I have been with people that their skill level does not portray the things they're trying. And I think that's a dangerous route. Yeah. I've ridden with people like that where I'm like, you're not good enough on a bike to do that. And they'll do it and they'll pull it off. I'm like, well, I was wrong, I guess. <laughs> but but it opens up that door for like sketchiness, you know? Yeah. I've never been that way. I've always really like set three to five year goals. Yeah. It's kind of every time, every time I enter anything in life, even opening a business and stuff, I'm like, oh, I got to give this three years before we even <laughs> like see in progress. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So I don't even like check back for like at least three years. Yeah. Like give it time. 
and uh that's kind of how i've i've overcome fears it's like hey man this is just where i'm at right now yep do it every day love it yep. love what you do and just stack the days on stack yep. the rides on every mile counts that's what yep um that's i tell myself a lot that when i'm running yeah is uh as i'm running i'm like dude this mile counts yep like this the mile you're running right now counts dude yep every mile counts and that's the way it should be on your mountain bike too or anything you're doing it's like dude this counts yeah like put this in the bank yeah yeah you know put this put this in the savings account because yep. it, it's all gonna accumulate someday yep and uh that's kind of just the way i go about it yep. it's uh every mile counts dude every yep. bike ride counts and that's good next thing you know you're gonna have this arsenal that you've built up over the years and yeah For, it gets you over them humps yep yeah oh another thing i've told people is like yeah like you feel the needle move it's weird it's almost like a gauge oh yeah yep and like you'll go out one day on a bike ride and then this happens every maybe 100 bike rides or something but you'll like feel or sense that needle move you'll just be like i am better on a bike yep. today yeah for some reason yeah it just clicked for some reason today was the day that you could just hold a manual you're like whoa yep I've tried manual in the last 10 years and all of a sudden today I can manual yep. like it just boom. There went the needle, dude. The needle, needle jumped, you yep. know? Yep. No, I, I love like, times like that. Like, dude, I ne like I, I bunny hopped on top of a picnic table today. What's yep. that all about? Yep. Like, why can I bunny hop on top of a picnic table? Like yep. I never, never thought I'd be able to do that. Like you just find it out on the motor, like some random ride, dude, you just find it out and you're like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and then kind of ride a yeah. bike pretty good. <laughs> well, then it like, I feel for me like when when things like that happen. Not that I'm bunny hopping on picnic tables and. The, <laughs> but you felt it, dude. Yeah, you like felt, yeah, like, like hey, and you you hit something that it's like, yeah, like I probably wouldn't have hit that like you know three years ago like and it's like that I felt like nothing like yeah um, for for me personally like um like I don't know I I don't have as I guess much natural confidence um as you when it comes to things like that and um so like. I feel like I can speak to a different crowd crowd mm. here, but it's like for me though, um, if I don't um, like do a certain feature um, on a trail and I do walk it, it like keeps me up at night. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, man, like I need to go out there and clean it. I know I can do yeah. it. And it, I kick myself if I, if I'm not <laughs> doing it. And I, I remember um, I forget where I heard it or, or, or maybe saw a video or something like that, but somebody was talking about like, um overcoming obstacles um on the trail and you know features is like do it five times in a row um like cleanly and um then like in your brain like then, then you actually it, it becomes nothing after that and so i tried this like, a couple of years ago there was a um race and the uh, at the end of the um, race was like just like this huge steep hill that I'd never done before on the trail mm -hmm. um, because it just kind of looked sketchy. But um, I just told myself like, it's just a hill, like just you can do it. And yeah. so I, I did it once and it's like, okay. And I walked my bike back up the hill five times and did it. And then on the day of the race, it was nothing. Nice. And I've done it like plenty of times since. And um, that technique, like I, I've really like appreciated that. Like, it's just, it's a simple, like tiny little thing. It's not like anything complex, but it's just like, just try it yep. and then do it five times cleanly. And, um, with my guitar playing, even 
um, they say like about scales or like lead lines on guitar is like to, to really learn it and to know that you've got it, do it like three to five times, like clean. Um, and then, you know, you've, you know, you've got it. Nice dude. That's super cool. Love it. Sweet. Well, um, I think that's all for, um, today as we've discussed, um, 8,600, um, feet with Braden, um, Bringhurst. It's, um, an hour and 25 minutes, I believe on YouTube, it's um free so go go watch it um Mm -hmm. it's a it's a great um film there's yeah plenty of (laughs) plenty of inspiration throughout the whole thing um they they even go back in his um way back in his history like you know his parents tell you what he's like as a little kid and so it's just cool to see how he's um progressed but yeah go go check it out and um and honestly like set yourself some goals set yourself some goals for the you know, maybe this, the end of this year, like maybe this summer, like we're, I feel like we're still, you know, just, we're just getting into the um, peak rising, riding season. So set yourself some goals. Like I want to do this. Maybe it's one race this year. You've never raced before. Just find a local race, race it. If you come dead last, at least you raced it. Like you set yourself a goal, you showed up and you did it. Um, that's I just think it's so important to set yourself goals, challenge yourself, so you don't become stagnant, um, like we spoke about before. Exactly, man. And um, before we leave, I just want to like give a shout out to like everyone who reached out after we recorded our last podcast. Yeah, for sure. A few people text me, say good job, that they loved it, they enjoyed it, they shared it, and um, also a shout out just to our community here in Farmington, New Mexico. Um, it's just uh, it's so cool. I'm seeing more people on bikes, seeing more events happening, um, the leadership of the city in general, creating more positions for outdoor recreation. Um, it's a good time, man. And like, I'm just like, just want to say like super proud of everybody out there doing their part, um, to get kids on bikes and, uh, and even the other bike shops, you know, I think are doing great and we're all busy we're all doing our best and i see like i can see from afar you can almost feel like this feeling of like the energy around biking right now is really good like in the farmington and surrounding towns um even out like on the reservation and stuff we're getting a lot of customers out there and it's crazy man it's it's a it's a good time to be in this like the biking game yeah and it's exciting it's uh so i'm i'm just stoked on the community thank you guys all for for doing your part and putting in the work and it's, it's, i'm excited for the next couple of years dude it's gonna be crazy well thank you guys for listening to today's episode of the sandstone cycles podcast remember if you have any questions or any topics you want us to discuss you can email those to sandstonecycles at gmail.com and do yourself a favor go and watch Braden Bringhurst's film 8600 feet on youtube Ready to 